Hello, welcome back everyone. We are back with another episode. <laughs> Today is going to be a little bit different. It's not so much mindset, still is a bit mindset, um, but wanted to get a little bit more into the fitness side of things um, and talk about how to start your fitness journey if you are not currently in one or if you're in a bit of a rut and you want to start training and exercising. So basically, I wanted to talk a little bit about how I got into things. So I was overweight my whole life until 19. Yeah, until I was 19. Um, never exercised, hated it. I was that kid in PE who every week would just be like, nope, can't exercise, I'm on my period, got cramps. And PE teacher was like, Every, every single week you have cramps? It's like, yep, yep, yep. Or it was I forgot my uniform or this or that. It's just, no, <laughs> I hated it. Like, hated it with a passion. And now looking back, I still don't really enjoy things like what we're all doing um, when you're in a group exercising. Oh, sometimes I do. But the main thing is that when I left school, I really wanted to I wanted to lose weight that was my motivation it wasn't that I wanted to be healthy <laughs> it was that I wanted to lose weight so throughout high school I um, developed some really unhealthy eating habits just from things I found on the internet unfortunately I started looking at these forums that are just oh, horrible 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 oh. oh it makes me so sad that I was able to find these things. I will never, ever do anything like this again. But, you know, there was these forums that were encouraging eating 500 calories a day or fasting or throwing up your food. And, oh, no. Like, I just wish I could go back in time and not fall into that. But then again, I'm glad I did because I learnt, I learnt that's not an effective way to live. Yes, I lost some weight very quickly from that. But it didn't stay off, obviously. I wasn't functioning. I was so tired. And then I would go and binge eat. And it was just a horrible cycle. I felt so crappy. I hated it. Ugh. Hated life. I just felt miserable. I found a diary recently of things I wrote during this time. And it was just, oh, it was just horrible. I had no self-esteem. No self-worth. Like, oh. Girls, please don't undereat. Just eat a normal amount. It's not going to be sustainable if you undereat. Oh, I just <laughs> I feel so passionately about this because I can't even believe I got sucked into that. And I can't believe people post these things online, encouraging other people to do things like that. But then again, it's my responsibility for not being smart and researching and falling into that trap. Um, so, yeah. I was pretty down the dumps about all this. I thought, you know, I can never lose weight. I didn't feel good. And then I started really changing my mindset. So I joined. So I, I basically, I would go to a gym before where it's just a stereotypical gym. You know, they've got the cardio machines, they've got the weights. But the weights scared the crap out of me. And I didn't really know. Um, what they were there for. <laughs> I didn't know anything about exercise. I didn't get what they did. I thought, you know, 
the boys just use the weights, the girls just use the trivials. Like, I had no idea. I thought they do the same sort of thing. I didn't even, like, know in my mind that weights build muscle and cardio is, like, for burning calories. I just thought it was all the same thing. <laughs> oh, I was so, so clueless and naive. I just had no idea. So, basically, I just go to the gym and pretty much walk on the treadmill. <laughs> 30 minutes, which is better than nothing, like, at least I was doing something, um, but yeah, I had absolutely no idea, and then I got into a bit of a party phase when I was 18, was drinking all the time, smoked for a bit, that was a terrible decision, never again, so bad for your lungs, <laughs> um, and yeah, I just didn't really care, I just wanted to lose weight, like, I didn't care about my health at all, so, after that, I sort of changed my mindset a little bit. Um, I basically tried every diet in the book during high school, so I know them all. I did raw vegan, I did keto, I did anything you can think of. I even did that Beyonce diet where you're like, <laughs> I'm not even going to go into it, but <laughs> I did a lot of stupid things. And of course, none of it works. People don't fall for fad diets. The only way you're going to lose weight is a calorie deficit and the only way you're going to sustain it is if it isn't bloody extreme and unrealistic so then just before I turned 19 I joined F45 just because I'd heard good things about it um, and I read that it can burn <laughs> a lot of calories from a class so of course I thought oh I can lose weight I can lose weight if I join this class I started going there and I loved it. I was obsessed with it. Like, I'd go every single day. And then I just felt so good after. Like, oh, the endorphins from exercise. And I was still... I was, wasn't tracking calories or anything, but I was eating clean. And I just felt so good. And I was eating enough. Um, I, I felt so good. And I really got in... This is when I started getting into the positive mindset thing. Um, so, it basically, on New Year's Eve... Um, it was New Year's Eve. I was so, so sick. I had the worst cold ever. I was meant to be going to a festival the next day. Um, but I just couldn't go. It was like 40 degrees. I was like, I cannot be standing outside in 40 degrees drinking when I'm this sick. I just felt like crap. So I ended up selling my ticket. Um, stayed in bed all day. And I thought, you know, something's got to change. So I start New Year's Day. Fresh start. I started watching all these YouTube videos on how to build a positive mindset, law of attraction, how to set goals, how to achieve what you want to achieve, how to change your life. And I got so into it and I made a vision board. I thought really hard about everything I wanted to achieve. And then I kept it up. I tracked my goals and I did the F45 challenge, um, followed their meal plan. I realized I don't have to eat 500 calories a day to lose weight. You can actually <laughs> lose weight you will have way more success if you're eating way more. So I did the eight-week challenge and lost a, know, seven kilos or something like that, seven, eight kilos, um, which is quite a lot. I actually wouldn't recommend losing that much weight in that period of time. I probably could have been eating a bit more than what I was eating, um, but I was still eating like 1,600 calories, so that's quite decent. Like You can achieve fantastic results and you'll be able to stick with it if you don't eat, under eat, eat people, eat, 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 eat. The other thing is, 
your metabolism does adapt to lower calories. There's no such thing as metabolic damage. You can't damage your metabolism, but it can adapt. So when you are used to eating like 1200 calories a day, your metabolism is going to adapt. You're going to stop, um, you know, burning as many calories. You're going to stop fidgeting, moving around as much. Your body wants to conserve energy. You're going to get tired quite quickly. Um, and your meta- uh, metabolism, metabolic processes will slow down. So then you're going to have to lower the calories even lower if you want to keep losing that same amount of weight. So if you start higher, you're just going to have so much more success with it. Okay, so don't lower the calories too much. Dieting is not worth not even being able to function. Okay. So then after the F45 challenge, I was like, what a new challenge. Um, and... I forgot to mention before I joined F45, I tried a bunch of different things. I tried rock climbing club, <laughs> um, run club, everything. I ha- I didn't like running. I thought that's what I had to do for ages to lose weight. It's not. You don't have to run to lose weight. Um, yeah. And so then I loved F45. But then after that, I wanted another challenge. So I got a coach and I got into strength training. I was very scared the first time I went to the gym, but I went there, lifted some weights, and loved it, fell in love, and ever since then, I have been doing strength training, and I just find you can eat so much when you're doing strength training. I'm eating way more than I've ever eaten before, like, I do not eat under 2,000 calories, and still sometimes I'll drop weight eating over 2,000 calories, and so then I have to increase calories even more, and I'm yeah, so eat, train. I recommend everyone lift weights. Girls, that is how you get your curves and your feminine figure. It's how you get a booty. Um, yeah, like if you're just running. Okay, if you're just running and under eating, you will lose weight, but you're going to look the same. You're going to have the same sort of structure, just smaller. When you strength train, you're going to get those abs. You're going to get the toned look that people often ask for or say they want to get. Okay. But my tips for getting into your fitness journey. Um, So ever since then, I've basically loved my training, made it a daily habit. I definitely go to the gym every week. Not every single day. I do have my rest days. But I go typically five times a week, five or six, because just because I love it so much, you don't have to go that much, but I recommend going like three or four times a week at least. Um, It's just so good for you. It's just so good for your health. Okay. But the main things I did was that I focused on becoming healthy rather than losing weight. I still had that goal to lose weight, but I became more invested in my health and doing things that would benefit my health um, rather than just wanting to lose weight. So, my next few tips, find an exercise you love, try a bunch of different things. People always say, like friends, people on Instagram, they always ask, how are you so motivated or how do you get up in the mornings? How do you, yeah, they, people always ask, how are you so motivated? I'm not motivated, like I just get up and do it, it's just a habit now. And the other thing is that I found exercise I love. I love going and lifting weights. If you are dreading doing your exercise session, 
change it. What the heck are you doing? Like, why do you hate it so much? Find something else. You, everyone's got something they love. Try everything. Try, like, I don't know, kickboxing or gymnastics or Pilates or like <laughs> anything. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of more things and I can't think of them off the top of my head. Soccer, netball, team sports, swimming, surfing, rock climbing, pole dancing. I think that's a really good one. That really builds up your core strength. Um, yeah, there are just go to gym. Go to a gym. It doesn't even have to be expensive. Go to a gym. A cheap one. Try every single class I've got. Hit, spin, bar. Um, or just go outside. Do different hit workouts you find online. Uh, go for a run. Try everything and anything. You have. You will find something you like. And if you haven't found, if you don't like anything, you haven't found it because there's no way you've tried every single thing ever. So um, there are always things online like meetup groups and all that sort of thing. Um, you will find something. You will find something. For me, I love weights. I also love hiking. Um, I find team sports fun sometimes, but other times I just like to do my own thing. Um, but yeah, skiing. I love skiing. Obviously, I can't do that all the time, <laughs> but that is a form of exercise I love. Um, so yeah, try a bunch of different things. If you're totally lost with strength training, that sort of thing, get a coach. Just get a coach for a bit. There are some pretty cheap ones like some some coaches, um, some are expensive, others are not. I know coaches will give plans for like, I, I, oh, I, honest, I, I can't speak. I honestly don't know, but, um, you know, some coaches are only even more expensive ones, $40 a week for a plan for however many weeks. At the end of the day, you might be like, oh, $40 a week, can't afford that. But, you know, are you going out and getting smashed every Friday night, buying like 10 drinks? You know, that's the price of two cocktails. Like, just cut back on the drinks, put that money into your coach. Your health is an investment. So, there are cheaper ones. I just couldn't think of a price off the top of my head, and I don't want to say prices and then give <laughs> people, like, expect coaches to be that price, and they're not. Um, personally, um, shameless plug, I will be setting up online coaching soon, which is very exciting. So stay tuned for that. Okay. Then eat high volume food. So you don't, I recommend you eat clean, um, just because you're going to be more satiated. You're going to be more satisfied with your meals. Um, you're going to feel so much better, have so much more energy and it will get, decrease your cravings, but you don't have to eat clean all the time. I normally follow the 80, 20 rule. So eat clean whole foods 80% of the time and then, you know, 20% of the time I'll go out for dinner with friends or might have an ice cream after dinner or something like that. So I definitely eat ice cream and like pizza and that sort of thing. But um, most of the time I try to eat clean because I just feel a lot better doing that. Um, so eat high volume foods. So things like iceberg lettuce and all that sort of thing. I love iceberg lettuce. Um, vegetables. They're all high volume, right? So if you have a huge bowl of them, it might be like 100 calories for a huge bowl of vegetables. For a huge bowl of chocolate, it's obviously going to, obviously going to be a lot more calories. Um, so you can eat both, but you will feel more satisfied eating a huge bowl of vegetables. If you eat 100 calories worth of chocolate, it's not going to be much and you're not going to feel satisfied after. So it's, you're just making it easier for yourself if you eat whole foods. Um and eat high volume so you feel full then i would recommend especially when you're just starting your fitness journey to track your food with 
an app like MyFitnessPal. Um, so you know how many calories you're eating. Some people, tracking food's not for them, but I really recommend everyone does this just even for a short period of time. If you struggle to eat a proper amount of food, if you struggle with overeating, things like that, or even undereating, I do recommend that you track for a period of time. Just so you know, just so you know, like what is a normal portion size? Um, and so you know how many calories you're eating. Because as I said, the only way to lose weight is to be in a calorie deficit. Um, so you need to be eating under your maintenance calories if you want to lose weight. And if you don't know how many calories you're eating, but you're trying to lose weight, it's like trying to save money without a budget. You're just sort of taking stabs in the dark. You don't really fully know um, if what you're doing is actually going to work, okay? Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's easier if you're keeping track. And I think it's also good to track your macronutrients just so you can make sure you're getting the right amount of carbs, protein, fats. Um, I just think it's really interesting. Uh, protein is the most satiating macro macronutrient and it, of course, is essential for muscle growth. So it's important to be having enough protein. If you're on a high-protein diet, you're going to feel fuller, quick, more uh, quick, more, more quickly. There we go. <laughs> Got there. Um so, yes, I would recommend tracking for a bit. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. But if you're not seeing any success, I would. Th it's probably what you need to do. Um, and you don't need to obsess over it. I would like you can only do it for a couple of weeks and then stop once you feel a bit more confident that you um, can eyeball food and sort of know a good portion size. Um, but yeah, that's really what helped me. So, would recommend. Then, set performance-based goals. So, don't set yourself these goals like, I'm going to lose 10 kilos. You can do that. But set yourself performance-based goals as well in the meantime. Like, for example, I want to run 10 kilometers or I want to deadlift 100 kilos. Because they're going to be things that you work up to, you work on every day in the gym. They're going to be very, very motivating. Um, and you'll feel really good about yourself and like what you can achieve. And as I talked about with the um, podcast on how to take action, it's this snowball effect of I can achieve this so I can achieve that. And, you know, it's just going to be the extra motivation to get into the gym to make this lift. Um, there are things you can do every day for it. When you're trying to lose weight or do something like that, it's sort of a bit of a waiting game. It's a bit of a process. You just need to be patient when you've got these performance-based goals in the meantime, that's just extra motivation to get in the gym. Go, I'm going to lift a bit heavier today. And the weight will fall off. Like It's going to help you with the other goals. So definitely having those performance-based goals. Very fun. Makes it a fun process. Then, reviewing progress. Take photos to review your progress. 100% take photos. Take measurements. Your scale weight does not always tell the whole story. You can gain weight on the scale for a bunch of different reasons maybe you've built muscle maybe you are on your period maybe you're holding water weight maybe you've eaten a bit more carbs so you're holding more water maybe you've had too much salt you know there's a whole bunch of different reasons so take those photos take those measurements because they're going to give you the proper picture and then lastly consistency over perfection if you have one bad day or you have a meal out don't use that as an excuse to go, well, fuck it, I'm totally throwing this week in the trash and I'm going to binge eat everything in the house. 
don't do that. Don't do that. Just don't do that. (laughs) One bad day is not going to break you. Just like one good day is not going to make you meet all your goals and achieve everything you want to achieve. Okay, it's consistency. We accumulate these results. And if you take one step back, that's fine. Because you're going to keep taking steps forward every single day. And at the end of the day, progress isn't linear. But as long as we're having that gradual upwards trend, that's what we want to see. And a meal out... I used to fall into this trap of, oh, I have to have this. I'm having a meal out with work. I'm having a work lunch. I can't track it. The day's ruined. I'm just going to eat everything in the house. It's like, oh my gosh, why, 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 why? As long as you just treat every other meal the same or, you know, even have a little bit less at the other meals, it's not going to make, you know, you might be a few hundred calories over. That is okay because it's going to not make that big of a difference. If you binge eat 3,000 calories over, it will make a bit of a difference, especially if you then do it the next day and don't get back on the plan. So nothing is unfixable, but just keep consistent, okay? Keep consistent, keep accountable, be real with yourself, make the process enjoyable by finding things that you love to do by not restricting calories so much that you can't even function, that you're hating life, you can live a life and meet your fitness goals. Track what you're doing, stay accountable, enjoy it. Those are my top tips. So hopefully that's helped someone. And I can't wait to eventually get into online coaching because that will be very exciting. It's what I love to do. But thanks for listening. Until next time.